Chernwell. You're listening to The Andy Chernwell Show on Emblem Digital. Broadcast live from my self-isolation Yaris using Braincase Comcast technology. Make your mark with a memorable music mix. What a show we've got for you today. Fancy a chat? Why not contact me via my live chat using the web address churnageddon.co.uk Listeners, the whole world has gone mad! First, in the wake of Wu-Tang fever, Michael Goad, the Tory minister of a predilection for bifters and spice bomb, liked some saucy images on Twitter. And now, up and down the country, a terrorist organization known as Antifa have started defacing and tearing down statues. Let me tell you, listeners, I am livid. According to The Telegraph, Yesterday, these Antifa thugs stole an Alvin Starter statue from Newark-on Trent Town Center and have apparently been doing all sorts of nasty things to it, such as sticking obscene objects in its bum. How dare they do this? Alvin Stardust was a musical genius who brought love and joy into the hearts of many, myself included. And these lefty loons do this to his legacy for shame. I will not rest until his statue is back where it belongs. That is to say, outside Costa Coffee on Newark on Trent High Street. Anyway, it looks as if my chat app is lighting up. So let's go to line one. That's Barry from Swindon. Hello, Andy. Hello, Barry. How are you today? I, uh... I can't say I'm having a great time. I'm uh, I'm appalled at the statue business, uh, just just as you are. Uh, I'm I too am a big Elvin Stardust fan, and I don't like it. I don't like what's happening. Well, I I, I see it as uh, you know he's not a war hero, but he is of that ilk. Okay, what he did to. Glam rock to rock revival in the 1970s was untouchable. And I think it's disgusting that they've stolen the statue and are sticking things in his bum. Makes me, well, it makes I, my blood boil. I, it's these politically correct lefties called Antifa. I don't know what. Terrorist organization. Terrorist organization. Yeah. Exactly. They should be branded as such and hunted down like dogs how dare they take these statues what are you going to do about this barry basically i've got i've got the boys together elite brexit brigade alpha force we're going to take them down we've got uh, general mark uh, francois or francois Brilliant. as we call him we're not we, we do not use french terminology 
Uh, we, it's unfortunate that he's got that name. We call him Frank Hoyce, okay? Let's just get that one out of there. We, we, we've been uh, paying attention to some of his orders. We've got statues all around the country being monitored right now. We've got uh, Eric Morecambe's statue in Morecambe. Are these under surveillance? How are you monitoring the They are. The They're surveillance. We've got a couple of guys at each base. My uh, wife uh, actually made the uniform. She stayed up all night stitching little Union flags on them. We don't mess about. Okay, so we've got Russell Burgers. We've got uh, rations, Excellent. basically. We, we can stay out there all night if we have to. We've got heat patches from Poundland. Well, We're taking these guys down. Barry, what, what are you going to do about toilet facilities? Got a bag, got a packet of crisps. As General Frank Coy showed us, you can, just, you can just shit right in the bag. Toss it into a bin, nearby bin. You're good to go. I'm sure he has some little tip from me and my Yaris Pringles tub works wonders. If you get it in there, you Old can army throw trick. It and reuse. Yeah, exactly. You can reuse the tub, so very useful. When Frank Coyce um, was in the TA, that's what they used to do. Pringles, uh, primarily. Um, you know, the, you can't beat it. You just pop the tub well, on. I couldn't agree more. Listen, Barry, what do you think about? garden centers at the moment they haven't opened the cafes yet i think that's disgusting um you know it's again it's antifa let's face it they're keeping the garden centers that's basically one of the bastions of right thinking people the garden centers they're not letting us have our fun we're not gonna let them have their fun by pissing on statues to keith harrison orville Sorry, guys. Go home. Game oh, over. I wouldn't want to see Antifa lining up against Steve for Brexit hard man Baker. Yeah, he's currently deployed in uh, Swindon, where I'm, where I'm from. He's, uh, he's manning the Diana Dawes statue. Somebody's threatened to do a massive shit next to. Well, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that's being guarded by the best. Uh, speaking of Brexit... You've got to get that back on the agenda. Where's it gone? I totally agree. I think this Antifa funded, I believe it is funded. I've got to search where the money comes from. This pandemic, or what I like to call big hoax, basically. I don't, be don't, don't believe it for a second. I think it's to keep us in our houses so Antifa can do God knows what to uh, Keith Harrison Orville statue. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to say on behalf of Emblem Digital that any theories regarding the pandemic are our listeners' own views. All I'll say is there's been a lot of emails with the term shamdemic inside them to give you an idea of what our listeners think. That's one of my hashtags. But, I got that going on uh, Twitter. Yep, shamdemic. But uh, the legal schmeagal stuff says I can't repeat it on my Twitter page. Political greatness gone mad. It is. It's gone absolutely mad. Listen, absolutely you, bonkers. You, you can't make it up. You can't even watch Little Britain or Faulty Towers anymore. You can't even watch some of the classic carry-on films from the 1970s. You can't even watch Some Like It Sexy. This well, is the state of Britain currently. And Well, I tell you what, I break those rules because I've got the iPad in my Yaris... And I play carry-on films all night. Their bawdy jokes are blaring 
out of the Yaris windows, and I love it. It doesn't get any better than that. Comedy is terrible these days. It has been for 30 years. It's nowhere near as good as it was in the 70s. I totally agree with you, Andy. I think it's disgusting. Take me back. Exactly. Take me back to the 70s. That's what we're trying to do. We've got, we've got boys, as we said, down at some of the key places in the country protecting statues. Well, I'm so happy that you're out there, Barry, protecting our national icons. And I hope you do whatever it takes to get Alvin Stardust back in his place We're gonna outside Costa. We're going to unleash hard Brexit justice upon these people. These... These terrorists, these scum. I'm sorry, Eddie, I just, I just got a uh, WhatsApp call uh, just from uh, Frank Coyce himself, General Frank Coyce. He said i got to get down to Poole, that's in Devon, uh, where a statue of Emerson Lake and Palmer guitarist Greg Lake has allegedly been pissed on. Oh. i gotta go. got to check that situation out, find out whatever well, scumbag yeah. did this. That's fine. Completely understand. And good luck. And thank you for protecting us, Barry. Godspeed. Hi, I'm Mick Hucknall. You're listening to Emblem Digital, the number one home for neoliberal politics. Top five cultures with me. Number one, the Dutch people, a.k.a. the originators of cool. Number two, the Patak people of Indonesia, to call them smooth is an understatement. Number three, Melanesian people of the Solomon Islands. Now these people I can get down with. Number four, Inuits. These people are as cool as ice. Number five, people from the town of Dudley. You know what time it is when a Dudleyan arrives at the party. Okay, next up on the line, we've got my lovely lady friend, June. How are you, June? Hello, hello, Andy. Um, listen, I, I'm just, the guilt's overcoming me. That's why I've rung in. That's why I've rung in. I've sat down, you know, three o'clock is gin o'clock for me. I've had a couple of big gins and I, I just needed to ring in and get it off my chest and, and clear my conscience about what happened. Okay. Well, you know what happened. I, I, I thought you'd have been spouting your mouth off about it all over the radio, and I just wanted to put my side of the story and, and you know, get it out there. Um, uh, I, I actually haven't mentioned this yet, June. Maybe I should oh. introduce listeners to what happened. I, I, I was... <laughs> Emblem Digital listeners are aware I like my bawdy comedy classics, I was watching Some Like It Sexy, the 1969 film, in my self-isolation Yaris on my iPad. I was changing as June came up to the Yaris. I was unaware June was in the vicinity. Of course, I would not have been changing my tracksuit bottoms if I had known she was anywhere near there and what had happened the reason for the change is i'd spilt my fat white costa coffee on those trousers 
I was simply drying them in the back seat while airing my jumbo nuts. Well, that that wasn't the situation I was ringing up about, Andy, but, you know, that was another <laughs> thing, wasn't it? Uh, oh, I see. So let me tell the story then, if you can't tell it. So, obviously now, you know, I'm your bubble, aren't I? You're my bubble, exactly. you're, yes. you're allowed to come in the house now. So un- under, you know, government legislation, I've finally been felt the pressure to let him in, you know. And I did, I did, you know, a bottle of wine and I let my guard down and, you know, he did give me a good seeing too. But then, you know, we had to clean up after that and we had to sort of get, you know, COVID free. I, I need to make sure my house is a safe space. So, you know, I, I thought I was getting the Febreze out as, as I normally do. And I didn't, I, I made such a mistake and it was a silly bang. And, and I did go in, you know, Full pelt with it, lots of sprays. Still, it bang all over his jumbo nuts and the swelling. I just can't even tell you. Listeners, let me tell you my jumbo nuts swelled to double their normal size. And if you imagine they're normally double the size of normal nuts, well, you can get an image of just how bad this was. Absolutely. Just, just absolutely horrendous. I, I had to sort of, you know, fashion a bit of a carrier for him out of a boy's carrier bag, help him out back out to the car, you know, and and I've hardly slept since. The guilt, it's, it's been, it's been insane, and I don't know what to do next. But I, I need to get hold of Barry Scott, and I, I need to find out. Well, we can't look, have I was able to other men. I, I was able to sleep on my front for two nights after that. So the swelling was able to air. I put the front window down, put the seat all the way back, and then laid on my front with my uh, area exposed in order to get as much air to the region as possible. And gradually, the swelling has gone down. Fortunately, it looks like I'll be making a full recovery. But thank you for your concern, June. I know. I've I've been on Twitter. I've been looking, you know, under the hashtags around Jumbo Nuts. Is there anyone else who's suffering? Is there anyone else who's had this situation? But, you know, Barry Scott's not on Twitter. I just don't know how to find him, but I need to speak to him about this. Can, can we talk about one other thing? Tyson, he is a menace. Oh. He keeps parking next to my Yaris and blaring out loud 1990s dance music how am i supposed to sleep with this does he find this funny well i can't speak for tyson can i he's not my kid you know darren wouldn't do that kind of thing you know it's just no but janice is your best friend and i control her well you need to have a word with her because i can't speak to janice whenever i've had a conversation with her i'm worried that too much Breath being exhaled during the conversation will lead her lungs to collapse. I don't want to put that strain on her. Can you well, have a I, word of her about Tyson? I have been speaking to her, but it's been about this cleaning product, about the Silip Bang. You know, she, she would have been fine with the Febreze. That's a safe product. We trust yeah, Febreze. I bet she had a lot to say about all this, didn't she? We trust Febreze. We trust the flora. 
you know, just standard bleach is fine. I just can't believe. I, it was a moment of madness and I, I got the silly bang. So, you know, she's been a good friend to me. She's counselling me through this situation that I found myself yeah. in. A quick off the topic question, June. What do you normally talk about with Janice? What do you mean? We, we talk about, you know, topics of the day, politics. Uh, cleaning our fellas, products. Our lads, cleaning products. What, what I've brought oh, down the Asda this week, you know, it's just, you know, it's just yeah. friend, friendly chat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just when, when I've spoken to her, it seems to be about cleaning products and then she'll get out of breath during the conversation. Um, well, I think that means she probably gets on with you quite well, which is good. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Not, she wouldn't she talk smokes. about cleaning products with just anyone, you know. Yeah, I think she still smokes two packets a day. Maybe that's something you should look into addressing. But as for her son, get him, get him out. Just get him away from me somehow. He is an absolute menace. When I was watching one of my films the other evening, he out of the window he shouted you fat nonce at me i don't even know what that means this man <laughs> is completely off the rails he's gonna be in prison or worse is what i'm worried about i just find him quite funny tyson i mean I, i'm glad he's not my kid i'm glad i've got darren he's got a bit more sense in his head i'll say yeah well if Darren could sort out my exhaust pipe anytime soon, I just it just seems to be forever leaking, and I, I don't know what the cause of it is. But um, if he could sort that out, that would be great, June. I'll ask him. Iris, uh, have you spoke to Sean Bean today? Oh, no, thank God. No, I haven't seen him. I just, you know, I'm just getting a bit sort of claustrophobic stuck in this house. I'd love a change of scenery and just, you know... That weekend we went out on the dinghy was so lovely. I don't know if you could sort of see if that's possible again now. We are allowed to go to beauty spots, and I think that probably includes, you know, sitting in the North Sea in a dinghy, doesn't it? Well, that sounds pretty good to me. I'll speak with Sean in due course and then see if I can get out of range. That was certainly a, a little bit of touchy-feely going on in the dinghy. <laughs> oh, it was back in the day when I didn't have to worry about, you know, disinfecting your bollocks oh well listen they are back as normal well i'll see you june can you hear this this is what i have to put up with cut to a commercial break
So Rachel's just told me we've got Kai from Antifa on the line. Hello, Kai. All right, Andy, how are you doing, sir? Oh, typical. Of course the CEO of Antifa is a Scotsman. I suspect you're in the SNP too, are you? Have you got a problem with Scots, Andy? We have a Scotch ban here. At Emblem Digital. Well, and we've obviously waived it for you to explain yourself about this Alvin Stardust statue. (laughs) Well, Andy, first of all, it's Scottish. Scotch is a drink. Um, You should probably get that right. I know half the time on this show you sound like you're on the Scotch, but you know, we're we're preferred to be called Scottish or Scots. Um, but yes, I'm flown in because we have your much-loved Alvin Stardust statue. You make me sick. Alvin Stardust has only ever been a force for good, and you've stolen him, you've kidnapped him, wow. so the children passing by cannot view their hero. Well, I mean, it's probably for the best, to be honest. I mean, initially we we'd mistaken him for Gary Glitter, so we, you know, that's one bad thing. But then, but then when we did a bit, when we realised who it was and did some research, then we figured he was probably a pedo as well. So, but he's not Gary Glitter. He's Alvin Stardust. Yeah, Get your facts right. He was probably a well, as you guys would call him, he was probably a nonce as well. How dare you? Alvin Stardust is nothing like Gary Glitter. Do you even know his real name, Kai? He's got a great British name, a name many of my generation. You're probably a millennial, so there'll be no one with this kind of name in your generation. But he's got a great British name, Bernard. He's called Bernard. Oh, my God. That's a brilliant name, yes. That's that's the perfect British name. That you're completely right there, uh, Andy. I totally agree with you on that. <laughs> you know what? Me and my some of my chums have a band called Dirty Business. We're styled <laughs> on Malvin Stardust. What? What's so funny? Sorry, sorry. What? What was the name of your band? Dirty Business. <laughs> Dirty Business. <laughs> dirty and, business and, and, and can i can i ask what the dirty business was that your band were up to we, we, i don't want to go into that kind of i'll tell you what in the 80s you would have seen me with some very long hair not unlike alvin stardust i might say you know we well you mean you know, like a mullet 
well, it was it was something like that, but it had curls in as well. But your generation <laughs> would never understand that because you don't yes. know how to have fun, do you? Well, I mean, from what we hear in the news nowadays, that it seems like your kind of generation, dirty business meant a lot of things, especially in a Gary Glitter kind of sense. So, I mean, <laughs> I think we did we did the nation a favor by taking that statue. I have a mind to go out on the street when that's back and sit well, there protecting the Alvin Stardust statue. Well, it's it's not going to be back anytime soon, to be honest, because we've been having some fun in the office. Uh, many of us have uh, draped our balls in his in his eyes. Oh, uh, not on Alvin's eyes! <laughs> yes, and uh, we've all uh, we all take turns at. Uh, Finger in the, uh, the a hole that we made in, in his bottom. We had all of his hits on Spotify playing on, on a loop while we all took turns. Oh, as you desecrated the statue, you were yes. listening to his 1974 hit, Jealous yeah. Mind. Right, we were right up it. Oh, right, right up it. Oh, God, Kai, you make me sick. Alvin's ghost statue will come back to haunt you. Mark my words. I hope it, I really hope it does, because we want to have words with him. We want to get the truth about Alvin. I mean, was he really like Gary Glitter, or was he just a cheap version of Gary Glitter? You know what, Kai, you're a typical of the Scottish people we've had on the line over the past couple of years, and that's why we've got the Scotch ban. What What do you mean typical? What's What does a typical Scot like on your show how, how did they come across well quite frankly somebody that would steal an alvin stardust statue that's what a typical scotch person would do I, I disagree with that completely i don't think all scots would steal a statue well i'm not sure about that clearly your organization antifa what is that what is that anyway is it anti-family anti-christian british family is that yeah, what you're against? That's exactly it. We're against all of those things. A couple of things that we want changed in the country is we want to ban old age pensioners from going to garden centres. What? That's outrageous. Where am I going to get my Costa coffee? Well, it's not our problem. Plus, we also want golfing banned across the country because we, we think the sport's offensive and elitist. Elitist? Me and the Property Development Surrey Club often meet up at the golf for, you know, a little bit of a chin wag. We don't always go on about elitist things. We have some young people there. Brian's only 46. This is ridiculous. Well, I mean, I want my statue back. Okay, okay, Andy. Okay, right. So, I mean, we, we, we do want to give it back and. I mean, you could do something for us. I mean, you could get the statue back. We do all those other changes. You know, we we could we could let those go. But there's there's one thing that you could do for us. Um, I don't negotiate with groups like yourself. Well, that statue will never be seen again. <sighs> what is it you'd have me do? Well, I mean, do you really want the statue back? That's the first and foremost. Is it that important to you? It means everything to okay, me. Okay, well, you just have to do one little thing. Yeah. I just have to say on air that you love Nicola Sturgeon 
and and let me finish and that you think that she should run the entire British Isles as a country get off my phone <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up on the line, we've got Matt Hancock. How are you doing today, Matt? What's up? Oh, I see. It's a it's an old advertisement reference. Yeah, no, and Andy, it's uh, it's Budweiser. Um, Budweiser. Can you remember those the Budweiser adverts? <laughs> um, well, a little after my time, I think, but I do recall a few of the youth saying I'll, it. I'll send them on the WhatsApp. I'll send send the video to you. It's really funny. It 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 uh oh, it just makes it just really makes me laugh. It, it's, it's very... Oh yeah, you've got me on somehow. Got my number on WhatsApp. Thanks for sending the memes recently. Yeah. I, I've not understood them all, but I'm sure they're very funny. Yeah. Do you like um? Do you like uh, cynical Wonka? It's hilarious, Matt. Um, I think memes are a little bit uh, of the younger generation, but I guess you're, I saw you're the one D-Law, of the younger generation. D-Law saw it, but he, uh, I noticed he didn't respond. He didn't say anything about it, which I, you know, it was a funny thing. I, I And then I said, why haven't you responded? And he, he didn't respond to that either. So I just wondered if you could maybe just, uh, I don't know, send him a text or something just to to see what, what's I, going on I think on he there. actually mentioned it in his Telegraph article. He, um he said the calamity of meme-touting youths. I don't know if that was you he was referring to, Matt, is the only problem. No, sure, surely not, really. I, I, I couldn't be that. <laughs> well, put it like this. Whenever me and Dominic have fallen out, I found myself in his Telegraph article. He's, he's often not very happy with me, and he's it's just back to the broadsheets. It's it's just banter against me. It's just banter. Yes, it, well, to us it's banter, but to him, he's been briefing against you. But never, never mind. That's it, dumb it, for you. It, it, it's it's a little bit like how some of the boys, some of the boys when I'm, uh, <laughs> you, you know, work. You know, somebody pissed on my coat um, once, and it was just banter, basically. Do you think that's that, members of the cabinet, Matt? It was Liam Fox, uh, but he's like that, you know. He's just—he's mental. Uh, he pissed on my coat in the in the cloakroom, and uh, I just thought it was funny, you know, because it was like, <laughs> what's that about, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we do hear stories of what happens in the. Have you read my Canada novel? Or... No, you read my. An- no, I haven't. I haven't read your novel. No, what's I uh, what's sent it over? I, I sent it, sent, sent, emailed it to you. I thought maybe you'd read it. Oh no, no, I haven't that's why I was rang in. It, it, I, I partly rang in to talk about the the COVID, COVID nineteen thing. But you know, really, people know me as the health minister, but actually, that's kind of my my thing is novel writing and. I think it's the best Much one Much like yet. Ian Duncan Smith, he's a, a novel writer. The Devil's isn't he? Tune by Ian Duncan Smith, I think, is one of the best novels of the twenty-first century. It really well, inspired okay. me. Wow, I haven't read it myself, but I'm sure it's fantastic. He's a 
a hell of an MP, so Pen I'm Smith. sure he writes a great novel. It's absolutely fantastic. The only thing I thought probably could have had a bit more in, a bit, bit, bit more of, um, it was may, maybe a little bit more sauciness. That's what I like in my novels. Oof. Who would you be getting on with in the cabinet, Matt? So, 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 sorry, get, get, getting on with? Yeah, who, who takes your fancy within the cabinet? I've had it off with loads of, loads of co-workers. It's kind of like with the Tories. <laughs> really? Scene. That's a scandal. <laughs> we need some names, man. No, it's just, you know, it's just casual. I, I, I wouldn't like to say names, you know, I don't kiss, kiss and tell. I think all these people are married, so I can't say I've been very casual. Are, are they? I, I, you know, I, we, we just hook up sometimes, you know. You hook up with members of the cabinet? Yes, some, some. It's, you know, it's kind of the basis of my novel, in fact. It's called The Noble yeah. Chalice, romance novel. And uh, Okay, okay. I've, we've got to say, Matt, one of your assistants did tell us about one of the pranks that Liam Fox played on you, a, uh, a trade deal, it was called, where you gave him a Snickers and he told you he'd give you something in return and really he took a he defecated in your jacket pocket was is this it, true matt it was just, just banter we'd been to tiger tiger and uh in, you know i i love going clubbing and were you winding him up about not getting any trade deals i definitely so gave you a i wouldn't deal? do that i wouldn't do that to liam he's he's a good friend uh i was there with stephen crab he's another great friend you know it, and it was just lad banter. It was just lad banter, and uh, yeah, well, you got to hold your own, Matt. Don't let Steve the Brexit hard man bake. He's not bullying me. I, I I didn't say he was bullying you. It's just banter. What what does Steve do to you? He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. He just. It's just banter. I see. Okay, Matt, let's talk about your YouTube channel. Um, understand you've got some sl slideshows of some sexy ladies going on at the moment. I wouldn't describe it like that. It's art. It, 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 it's something I do in my spare time. When I'm winding down, I've, I've had a busy day at work. I come home and, yeah, maybe I'll make a slideshow of Emma Watson set to the music of Avenged Sevenfold. You know, maybe, maybe I'll do that. I've got I've got a few I've made, and actually the comments are very um, very good for them, um, and they seem to think that's I'm doing some great work. Well, I see. Do do you listen to a lot of heavy metal, Matt? Uh, we we've had people emailing in saying you're a big fan of Dragon Force. I like Dragon Force. I like a band called uh, Italian metal melodic metal band called uh, called Rhapsody, formerly called Rhapsody. But I prefer their work when they were called Rhapsody. Oh, I see. Okay. I was also the, we'll... the Games Master on Channel 4's Games Master. I, I seriously doubt that. You were not the Games Master on Games Master. That's a ridiculous... I was. You were the Games Master. Yeah. You were never the Games Master... I know who all of the Games Masters were. There's no way that you were Patrick Moore or any of the other hosts of the show. That's ridiculous. 
You're ridiculous. Matt, you need to stop getting bullied whilst you're in the cabinet. And also maybe get some friends. As we've got a big I have lots fan of base. Friends. We've got a big fan base of heavy metal fans in Scotland. Now, I would never go there. I have a ban on going anywhere north of the border due to several unpleasant calls. But we've got people in the West Country. We've got Richie Hell and Gary Craig. They will gladly be your friend. I don't understand why you're sending me memes on WhatsApp. You need to get some other friends, Matt. Because we're buddies. We're, we're good friends. And Dominic Lawson as well. We said we were the three amigos. Dude, he was saying that to be nice to you, Matt. You need to, you need to take the... Take I logged the... into House Party the other day and you were talking to Dominic. In a locked room. The and room was locked to keep you out. I got in. How did you get in? My connections in the government. I made some calls. Matt, we need to get you offline and working on the pandemic. You can't be calling into the show and sending us memes all the time. I'm watching you. You're watching me? Oh, this was like the time you lived in my shed. Where are you? I'm on the street. Is that you in the hiding behind the Mondeo? Gotta go. Duh. Matt! Matt! Oh. Sorry about that, listeners. That was Matt Hancock, health secretary. He is struggling a bit at work and needs some friends. I'm not going to befriend him, though. I don't have the time. I don't know what memes are. I hardly use WhatsApp. I cannot deal with younger people. That's... Matt Hancock for you. I no, no, no. Why won't you play with me? Play with me. Have I been a naughty boy again? Please won't you play with me? Play with me. Oh, but you must. You must. Go on. Look upon me. Look upon me. For I have become a
Okay, next up on the line, we've got Braincase Rob, big Emblem Digital sponsor. How are you doing today, Rob? I'm doing great, Andy. Um, I'm having a great time. As ever, it's a pleasure to call into the show. Well, firstly, we hope you're recovering. We heard you were hospitalized after consuming 19 Joe and the Juice Protein Wanker smoothies. Are you feeling better now? You know me, I love uh, loves me some uh, Joe and the Juice. And I popped in, had a few smoothies, and was getting such a health kick at 19. And apparently you just can't take that much protein. The body can't physically do it. And I discharged and had to go to the hospital. I'm fine now. It's I'm back in the hot seat and I'm guiding this company towards uh, success again. Well, I'm, that's great to hear because we certainly need the money over here at Emblem Digital. And uh, glad to hear that Jonathan Apache is out. He was not a nice man. Apache came in, he was the financial advisor. And yeah, he, you know what? He didn't, in his words, he, he'd say this, didn't give a shit. You know, he came in, he was throwing his weight around. I think he was after my job, uh, but he wasn't going to get it because he didn't cut the mustard. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Apache, but you got to get out. As Donald Trump would say, you're sacked. That's great to hear. Embezzling money is certainly not something that you want to be uh, convicted of. So let's see how long uh, he lasts in a high security prison. Do you know what his sentence will be? As you know, he, he did go to Eton, and basically that is just a get-out-of-jail card. Um, basically a little bit of a slap on the wrist. Oh, yeah, I did hear a... he went to school with the, uh, with the judge, so that'll probably be a bit of an easy ride. He got a slap on the wrist, and he's in Big Pharma, basically. That's, I don't want to say too much, but he's in Big Pharma. He's, he's excelling, uh, but, you know, I don't want him in media anymore. I don't want him well, shooting for my position. Let's put it that way. Okay, Rob, there's a, a couple of controversies you've got yourself into recently regarding events that are happening uh, across the world as we speak. You tweeted and swiftly deleted CEO Lives Matter, which did not get a good response. And then you also suggested you should replace the Colston statue in bristol which has also not gone down very well at all do you have any comments okay listen um i basically i you know i think that might have been an intern um who was just using my account that day and i think he was just like wait a second like what about ceos because you know they get a they get a lot of well, shit. okay rob well i hope that um, intern's been fired um, I, I mean, I'll, I'll have, to, have to check that. I mean, I fire a lot of people. That's the great thing about this company. Um, we really care about diversity to the extent that we will just fire people, replace them. You know, we don't, we won't hesitate to do that. Okay, Rob. Well, I'm not sure that's what people are calling for exactly. But tell us about this statue. You were bidding to have your home city, Bristol, put you on the statue 
um, instead of Colston. What? Listen. Why do you think you deserve to be there? Listen, I'm with Sajib Javid on this one. Colston did some bad things, but he was a great CEO and a great thought leader. And I'm a great CEO and thought leader. And, uh, you know, I didn't do the bad stuff. So, you know, maybe put me on the plinth. Um, okay, well, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't suggest that myself. It's just people in the company. You have me. suggested it yourself. I mean, just then the... you said, maybe put me on the plinth. I was paraphrasing, obviously. That was people in the company constantly just like, why isn't there a brain case statue? I mean, you're from Bristol. Uh, you know, granted, I grew up in a, in a nice area of Bristol. Um, not like a, a scummy bit like Hartcliff. Um, you know, I, I, I just want to say that, firstly. I'm from the good Has bit. anyone else in your life suggested that you should be made into a statue other than people that work for you? Listen, my girlfriend, Natalia, has quite often says, wouldn't it be great to you know, have a statue to commemorate your legacy? She's often saying that. And my son as well, Rob Jr. He quite often says that. He says, Daddy, why is this not a statue in Bristol? I thought you were from this city. Uh, I, I see. That maybe they name, name the, the Colston Hall to, I don't know, maybe name it to the, um, rename it to, uh, I don't know, the Brain Case Hall. Why not? You know, Colston Hall. Brain Case. It sounds great. It, you know, We'd be up for that if, if you know, maybe get our people onto the people at Colston Hall. Let's change the name. Braincase well, Hall. Okay, Rob. Well, I'm, I'm sure you can enjoy yourself chasing that adventure. I wouldn't want a statue of you anywhere near me or my city. But that's just my opinion. Um, next, I wanted to mention you're seeing a psychotherapist at the moment. Um, your employee, Gary, is that correct? I, I don't really want to kind of go into the details of this. I mean, I... Um, well, he's been going into the details on his public blog, which he's been uh, oh. writing down your ramblings on and posting it online. Were you aware of this? I'll tell you what, with, with Gary, the interesting thing about him is that he he's a heavy drinker. He used to be the head... It, it sounds like you're trying to smudge his name. Were, were you aware, Rob, if, if you can just answer the question, were you aware that he was posting uh, these talks online? I was not aware he was doing that. And let me just say, okay... One thing you got to know about this guy, he is a big forehead racist. He uh, he dislikes men with big foreheads, including uh, you know philanthropic actors such as uh, Lawrence Fox and uh, Robbie Williams, uh, musician Robbie Williams. He says you have a recurring dream about being breastfed by Elon Musk. Is this true? Sorry, can you repeat? The, I didn't quite hear the, the question. Yeah, in case in case your hearing's gone a little bit there, Rob. Uh, 
Gary, your psychotherapist, has been posting all your details on the blog, the details of your therapy sessions, and he says you have a recurring dream about being breastfed by Elon Musk. Is that true? Yes or no? Gary, the uh, Scottish. Can drunk. I? Can I get? A, can I stop you there? Can, uh, we haven't yet had an answer on this. Are you being breastfed by Elon Musk in your dreams? Gary, the, uh, the Scottish drunk who, who drinks tenants for breakfast. You're trying to dismerge his name, but he has repeatedly said on his blog that you have a recurring dream about being breastfed by Elon Musk. Is this true? Yes or no? It's mean... not a trick question, Rob. Yes or no? Are you dreaming about being breastfed by Elon Musk? The trouble is, we were doing this extended lager therapy, where he 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 give me a can of tenants, and to be honest, I th I don't even know what happened in those sessions. I'll be so honest. So I'm talking to a government minister at the moment. I we cannot get a straight answer out. Well, it, it seems like we're not going to get an answer out of you. We can only assume that it's correct. You do dream about being breastfed by Elon Musk. Is there any other... I respect uh, Elon Musk and his legacy very much, yes. Yes, you do dream about being breastfed by him. I think this is not a matter for the brain case-funded Emblem Digital Station. And frankly, Andy, frankly, you should have been back at work months ago. I am at risk with my balls. There's no way with my jumbo nuts I can come back to work and risk contracting COVID-19. Pad Padre came back, my barista Padre. He didn't. I, I say he came back. He didn't leave. He's been there working. And people like you are a disgrace to Padre. Uh, who, you know, he hasn't even complained once. He's your barista. All he does is make the coffee and then give it to a moped courier to send it to you in your fancy bit of London where you then take the coffee from the moped courier. What is even the point of that? It's a, perf it's a perfectly valid job. Listen, I have a lot of people in my life. I've got a smoothie expert, yoga instructor. These are essential jobs. These are frontline workers. And you, Andy, and frankly, you need to pull your finger out, okay? You need to pull your finger out because you, this work is just not good enough. Well, I'll... I think I will be the judge of what is and isn't relevant for the Emblem Digital audience. One final thing, Rob. We heard you've been working with Mick Hucknall on his uh, on your latest single. Um, Mick's the best in the business, and it, of course, it made sense for us to work together. We kind of met. We met at his wine chalet in in Sicily, and we were chatting about fine wine. He's not a big fan of french stuff uh nor am i they're not not quite neoliberal for, for you know enough for me you know but you know we, we shot some shit together and uh we um 
we basically came to the conclusion, why have we not done a single together? And I said, I'm a superstar DJ. You're an incredible singer, probably the best in the 90s, I would say, and 80s. Uh, so we got together and started to jam, and this is what came out. Um, so thanks, well, it, Nick. it sounds like you two are really well suited to each other in terms of talent levels, Rob. Yeah, I agree. I think we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're both people who uh, maybe not as acclaimed as we should be. Uh, I'm sure all the Emblem Digital listeners will be thinking to themselves right now, Core, I can't wait to hear the new Braincase Rob and Mick Hucknell song. That sounds fantastic. I think so. It's it's called um, I Love the the Thought of Neoliberalism. And, you know, basically, that was Mick's idea. He said, the same about that. I know. He said, "Fuck it, just, just fucking name it." Wow. I love the thought. Of well, I tell you what, if if you have a launch party for it, you'll have to go in the uh, back door, Rob, because you and Mick will be swamped by the ladies trying to get through to you. You'll have to uh, keep the paparazzi out on a. Now that's insensitive that. because, as we know, Mick has fucked thousands of women, and he's like, it's like an alcoholic, you know. He, he, just one thing to tip him over the edge, and he's, you know, he's off the wagon. See oh, I, I mean? see. So he's a he's a sex addict who's come out the other side. Is that correct? He's a serial, fa- um, he's a serial fucksmith. A serial fucksmith. He he starts fucking. He doesn't stop. Oh, I see, Rob. Is that why he uh, acquired the nickname Mick Fucknell? I believe it is, yeah. You know, and it's something I've struggled with as well. It's something. I've oh, really? With, yeah. You've struggled with that, okay, Rob? Well, um, you'll have to tell us all about this. Um, maybe if you chat to Gary, your psychotherapist, uh, we can all read about it online the next day. How does that sound? I think maybe Gary is gonna have to be demoted back to uh, just handling the beer. I, I think I don't think his credentials. His credentials need looking into. Let's put it that way. I see. I see. Well, um, thanks so much for joining us. Big Emblem Digital sponsor, Braincase Rob. Um, Appreciated as always. And best of luck with the new single with Mick Hucknell. Thank you, Andy. Pleasure as always. Thank you. I hope next time our conversation is just as enlightening. This is Andy Chernwell on Emblem Digital. What I would like to see happen is, is that they, they, they send in that military force, get Saddam, and then as the great late John Wayne might say, get the hell out of there. You know, they say it's none of our business. If George Bush didn't make it his business, all these sort of left-wing trendies that all be screaming that Bush isn't doing anything about this, this dictator who's killed a million people. France should name itself, rename its country to Au Contraire, because they seem to do everything the opposite to everybody else anyway. And bear in mind also that, that 38% of their oil revenue, of their oil comes from Iraq. The sheer hypocrisy of these people accusing America of being in it for the oil is almost laughable. But interesting, let's just one of the little, little aside. 
You're listening to Andy Chan on Emblem Digital. Emblem, Emblem.